0: Hey everybody, before we get going today, Bird and I got a little bit crazy when we were recording this episode, and we went super long. So uh, today's episode is going to be split into a two-parter, sort of divided between modern art today and next week, body modification, which is uh, gross and epic. Um, So yeah, today's a two-parter. Sit back, relax, and if you're in Maine, roll up a big old fat cheech and... Cheech and Chong the pencil holder. I don't know a, a joint, a large joint because weed is officially legal. We're
1: not heroes. It's just a podcast. We're not heroes, but
0: we're doing this fun. We're not heroes. This is a We're not heroes. What are you fucking job? Good morning and welcome to channel 9. I'm Max Peterson.
1: And I'm bird.
0: And I almost forgot my own name bird. Is it <laughs> is it art or is it genital mutilation to split a cock in half? No, I'm just kidding. We're not going to jump right into that topic. But, ladies and gentlemen, we have. You
1: just like doing that. I you do. like Shock value I'll, at the very beginning
0: of the episode. I'm a total huckster. Come on down. Come on in. See the freaks. See the split penises. No, I like to. <laughs> it's fun. I like to start with the uh, with the uh, the old shock and awe Great. tactics. I mean, if it works for me, you know that's the mo- you know and in, in these in these times. You know, shock and awe is American, and there's nothing more important than being American and being vocal about your Americanness. Let's mm. not get into that. But no, we have a very interesting episode for you today. We're going to be talking later in the show today about body modification, particularly extreme body modification. Um, we're going to start with something a little bit lighter than uh, extreme body modification, sort of easy into it. Um why don't we talk about a Wes Anderson film that we watched recently? We we used to talk a lot about movies and comics and books and music on this podcast, but we kind of aren't, like, absorbing media. We're sort of just... Wor- because
1: we're creating media.
0: Yes. We're busy. I was going to say we're working ourselves to the bone and no, yeah, trudging yeah. slowly towards an early grave. But you're right. We are also creating media. But we watched... Um, We usually we get home, we get into bed and we watch Netflix for two hours and then we go to sleep and sleep as long as we as possible as humanly possible because it gets dark at five a fucking clock over here now. Um, But we usually just watch Bones or like Bob's Burgers or some TV show, but we decided to watch an actual movie like, you know. Like they, what? like they used to do in the olden times, and we watched um, Moonrise Kingdom, the Wes Anderson film. I'm sure most of you have seen it. Uh, all of our listeners out there,
1: we're always late to the party.
0: Yeah, and literally, it, it, it and won a bunch of Oscars. It's got Bruce Willis. It's got Bill Murray. It's got, um, oh, who's the who's the woman? the The female cop from Fargo is in it. And she's really funny. Fargo,
1: <laughs> um, the film, not, not the TV, the TV show. show,
0: which we have not seen because, as always, we're late to the party. Five times, uh, Bird, uh, Bird. What did you think of Moonrise Kingdom? <sighs> it's the first Wes Anderson movie you've ever seen, right?
1: Um, I think so.
0: Okay, so I was bored. You were bored. I was bored. But how can you be bored during that? Oh it my god! Like I almost cried three dumb. times during that movie. It was not dumb. It, it was Wes so Anderson. Dumb. It was not... Uh, what, why, Wait, why? hang on. Did he why do um, the Life Fantastic Aquatic? Mr. Fox? I don't know. Is it him? I'm not sure.
1: Oh, uh-oh. IMDb.
0: Because um, I,
1: I saw um, the, the, whatever, story of something, Fantastic Fox. Fantastic the, Mr. Fox? I
0: think it's the Fantastic Mr. Fox, the animated film?
1: Yeah. Um, I know that,
0: I mean, the, the one that I first came to with Wes Anderson where I fell in love was the Royal Tenenbaums. And I saw the Royal Tenenbaums way too fucking early i saw it when i was like 10 years old 11 years old and that movie is really for for like an 11 year old watching um
1: yeah it is a wes anderson film it is yeah now and i really liked Oh,
0: i didn't know he was doing animated stuff okay was there lots of close-ups of notes being read aloud and was there lots rem- of panning side scroller i scroll don't remember no
1: i don't remember uh, I just remember that it
0: was funny and I liked it. Quaint moppets who speaks speak very flatly to one another. No, it's like the coolest thing ever. I love Wes Anderson movies. I uh, I saw The Royal Tenenbaums when I was eleven, and like the thing that stuck with me the most was watching um, uh, Owen Wilson's brother maybe um, committing suicide in in the movie. Like what is sl-
1: his name? Whatever other Wilson. other Wilson.
0: but it's um
1: Aaron's gonna text you when she's listening to this and go it's such and such
0: but yeah he's like looking in the mirror and he slits his wrists with a safety razor and like bleeds all over the bathroom and I remember just being like fucking haunted by that especially because uh, I saw it again later and you find out that it was all just in his head he doesn't really like no I don't think it is all in his head I think someone comes in and finds him I haven't seen The Royal Tenenbaums in a long time but I remember my dad came in during that scene and was like, "Oh, oh hey, their son, probably sh- let's get you on the cartoon channel." You know, but yeah, mm-hmm. Royal Tenenbaums is really good. The Life Aquatic with Steve Zissou is really really fucked up and funny too. Wes Anderson's awesome. The f- my favorite Wes Anderson film not directed by Wes Anderson is the <laughs> SNL um Oh, yeah. The SNL skit um horror movie directed no, by Wes Anderson. No, you may not. Sign the homeowners <laughs> honey i think there's someone out there trying to kill us <laughs> and, uh, and funny too because ed norton's mm. in it, and ed norton was fucking awesome in moonrise kingdom did you not totally fall in love with ed norton's character well i'm in love with ed norton so right but he was come on he was like kind of the high point of you gotta like him give him give the man credit as the as the chain smoking yeah. like scoutmaster. Who's a total failure. I don't know. He saves uh Oh my god, I forgot. Um 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 um. Oh, my brain. I don't
1: know what you're even looking for. Harvey Keitel. Who?
0: Harvey Keitel's in the movie too. Mr. He's Mr. White. He's in Taxi Driver. He plays the pimp in Taxi Driver. Like fucking super famous actor. Okay. He's in Reservoir Dogs. He's in Pulp Fiction nothing a no
1: face is coming into my head did i marry you
0: Uh, what in the fuck was i think no i'm kidding i'm kidding um but yeah we gotta watch reservoir dogs again he's really memorable he's like one of the best characters in pulp fiction because he's only in it for like 10 minutes tops but yeah i mean it's it's totally star-studded cast speaking of ed norton you another you seem to like not like movies Ed Norton's in, but you like Ed Norton, because <laughs> the last one we saw with Ed Norton was Birdman,
1: uh... where he, he
0: basically plays himself. He plays a dick method actor who's just super fucking awesome. Is, name an Ed Norton movie you like, other than Fight Club. Other than Fight Club? Because <laughs> mm. that's just obvious. It's too obvious. I
1: guess I am out of luck.
0: Oh my god, you... Mm.
1: how okay. many other ed norton movies have i seen
0: that's true we'll go on an ed we're gonna binge some ed norton before the next mm-hmm. episode maybe
1: oh okay all
0: right so if you got to give it five uh, out of five stars what are you give moonrise kingdom um i don't know what is one one is shit five is the godfather uh, part two
1: one and a half
0: Oh, you're a dick. <laughs> you're such a dick. Like, oh my god. You di- oh, wait, wait, wait. We need to talk about this. You didn't like the Oh, you're on your phone now, sorry. What? No, go ahead. Oh. I'm looking up Ed Norton. Oh. Um, so you didn't like the the relationship between the two kids. You didn't like the It was
1: stupid. It was like, oh my god. No.
0: Okay, that's not a critique though, and we are doing a podcast, <sighs> so we need content okay, okay. other than just like okay. it fucking sucked.
1: It was it was just it was Stupid, silly, kid nonsense. It was like, you you didn't see the parallels between them and Romeo and Juliet. Like, you are way too young to even be having a concept of love and...
0: I mean, yeah, absolutely. But I mean, I think the bigger parallel to draw is the parallel between the kids or the, I guess we should say like the difference between the kids and Bill Murray's marriage. Like looking at the dichotomy. Not a
1: single person in that movie is happy.
0: I think the, everybody's like the kids, super depressed. The kids were happy at the end. Yeah, that's a Wes Anderson trope, though, where everyone right. just like chain smokes and then quietly, flatly delivers lines to each other. But it's fucking brilliant because it's also pretty and he always gets such amazing actors to do it. All right, moving on.
1: Yeah, I guess one of the things that I was thinking was, um, how the shit did he get um, Bruce Willis?
0: Because he's Wes Anderson. He's like... Everybody wants to be in a Wes Anderson movie because they're quaint and they're f- usually like kind of upsetting in some weird way, just in their weird flatness.
1: Oh, Death to Smoochie. I've seen that one.
0: He's, oh, uh, let's not talk about Death to Smoochie. That was not a good movie. Your mom shouldn't talk about Death to Smoochie. So you're going to go, you're going to go to bat for Death to Smoochie, but you hated No, Newcastle no, oh, I'm oh, okay. not <laughs> I <was to>. like, <laughs> and you say I have bad taste in movies. Hey. Um... It's all right, because all the movies that we're going to be watching now are going to be a whole hell of a lot better, because weed is legal you know in Maine.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Sorry, what were you going to say?
1: I was just going to say, like, this is just sort of how our relationship works in relation to film.
0: I watch a movie and love it, and you hate it automatically?
1: No, it's just we just don't see eye to eye on
0: film. Oh, okay, there's Rush. We both liked Rush. But yeah, you're right. Like for the most part, I like. But movies that's you don't not like.
1: a movie I would have sought out.
0: Right. So like, that one, I would that not, was was not like have a been like, oh, you, know for you Let's yeah. We both yeah. liked *Imitation Game*. Oh, uh, we liked *Imitation Game* a lot. That was good. Even yeah. though you don't like Benedict Cumberbatch, you have a weird thing with actors. If you if an actor you like is in the film, you hate the movie. But if an actor you hate is in the movie, the movie's good somehow. <laughs> yeah, Imitation Game was great. Uh, I never got you to watch Prisoners, which I think is like secretly my favorite film ever. That's my favorite Roger Deakins cinematography ever. Oh my God, that movie's just like, it's like eye porn. Your eyes come tears while you're watching that film. Also, you cry because there's a lot of like really fucking I think heinous just like... torture of mentally handicapped people in that film which you don't find out until the end. Hey, spoilers. Um, Prisoners is really good. You should watch it. What?
1: I think I just like bad movies. What do you mean? I don't know. I was just thinking, like, what movies would I just sit down? No, That's not true. This
0: is commonly said of me that I like bad movies. Oh,
1: you like terrible shit movies. We'll see then. But you You also (laughs) like, like, Academy Award winning blah, blah, blah movies.
0: Yeah, but everybody likes Academy Award winnings, blah, blah, blah movies. Unless they're romantic comedies or they've got... Um,
1: Maybe that's why I didn't I like it. I face
0: blindness right now. Why? Because it was Academy Award winning? What Was it? Yeah, it won Oscars. Oh. Moonrise Kingdom won Oscars. Maybe. That's why?
1: Maybe. And because it was romantic comedy, oh, which I... Oh, God.
0: Yeah, but it was a good really? romantic comedy. In your opinion. In my opinion. In, opinion, <laughs> in my humble opinion. Um, but I wanted to I mean oh, anyway, I, yeah, moving on, let's get off of how much you hate one of the visionary directors of our time. <laughs> B-
1: bite me
0: <laughs> through a wooden spoon. Um, do you want to talk about uh, we are not going to talk about the election, although let me jump ahead uh. real quick. We have some listeners in Maine now. Oh. I've been finding this Rockin'. out. Rocking, yeah. Uh, some of my uh, some of my coworkers listen, and they have told their friends, and now <laughs> like so we actually have like a small <gasps> oh a, of our God. of our total subscribers and like people uh-huh. who listen to us or individual. A whopping
1: ten of them.
0: No, we have over thirty subscribers now. Um, we do. Yeah, we had twenty. What? We had twenty six last week, and then last time I checked, which was like two days ago, we had uh, over thirty. I think it was thirty one. And then that does not count. Ooh. That doesn't count people who go to our website and individually download episodes like as they come out. Why would you do that? I don't know. Mariah always complained about having to follow like the seven links that <laughs> I would post to like, get to the episode and download it, but yeah. I mean, she's a good person and she still did it. But yeah, like that's how my that's how both my parents when they listen, they they don't subscribe. I know. I don't know why, but Dad's been listening. He's like your show is a little bit long. Oh like, you're not, boy! That's the nicest thing you could have said, given the episode he probably listened to first, which was the that's, cannibalism uh, necrophilia episode. Um, but yeah, we have some oh listeners boy. in Maine, and of those listeners, then like the number one request.
1: Yes, and
0: the request from um, Brandon Ward, longtime listener, um, and one of my <laughs> one of my best buddies from back in Marquette. Everybody wants you to sit. They want to hear what you think about the podcast. Or the, not the podcast. The polit- I was like, the, uh. What do you think? Do you like doing this with me? No, the the political thing that just happened, the election. People want to. Oh,
1: Jesus Christ. I don't know if
0: it's a Chapman and Robin. It might be like a soapbox battles episode. But, like, the one thing I keep hearing <sighs> again and again is like, um, like, at, uh, my coworker, Addie, mm-hmm. she especially said, and Brandon, too, they both want to get your spin. On like the the LGBT and like the gender stuff that's happening in like mm-hmm. post post Trump election, and and just get like your take on that
1: the, I mean we don't the ha- social reaction.
0: Yeah to? yeah yeah yeah. So like but um, the one of the big requests we're getting is like. Um, like sit, will you sit and talk politics with Bird? I don't think okay. this mu- this might not be the forum though, because this just All right. Like, we can tends we can do that. Light, but yeah, it, that's something we should definitely do because that's what everyone's asking for. Um, so yeah, we have listeners in Maine, which I think is cool. And then I, I don't want to talk about whoop, the whole whoop. election, but a very important weed's
1: legal, guys, party.
0: Oh my god, yeah. Question one passed <laughs> just by like the hair oh. on a gnat's ass. Do I have a spider on me?
1: Yes, giant. One. Oh my god, is a spider. Nope. Oh, no, it's just it's a string. Just... Okay.
0: Um, Never mind. You need scissors for that. Yeah. Question one passed by less than five thousand votes in Maine. <laughs> it was like microscopic margins. What really blew me away is in the in like the month leading up to the election. From people my age, I was hearing again and again and again, like, "Oh man, well I don't want the government putting shit in my weed." I'm like, "Oh
1: my god." Well, I'm
0: like, guys, it's it's still gonna be federally illegal. I don't think the the government is going to be doing anything to your weed. You
1: can grow your own fucking weed. Yeah, guys. Yeah, up to
0: it's up to like ten plants, right? Or no, it's
1: oh, no. You can ha-
0: you can be in possession of ten ounces though in Maine. Which do you have any idea? Do you have a concept of how much ten ounces of I weed have is? Absolutely no idea. It's a fucking bucket of weed. It's like. <laughs> <laughs> the amount of weed you're legally allowed like to a have, man, it's bucket? like fucking a lot of oh. weed. Um, there's a there's <laughs> a picture of Tommy Chong on. I thought the, you were being literal. No, no, it's uh, you know, like the big pretzel buckets, pr- the like that they sell in grocery stores. Oh,
1: like the Sam's club, like pretzels. bucket of like Cheeto things.
0: Yeah, like cheesy puffs. Yeah, like a, it's one of those full of weed. That's about ten ounces. There's a picture of Tommy Chong online holding a jar that is exactly 10 ounces of weed, Jesus and it's like the Christ. size of a, of a child's torso. Yeah, and people That's are so like, much "Man, this is weed. gonna fuck things up, man. I won't be able to have, you know, I'm not gonna. It's it's gonna just go downhill. All the little drawers. Know. I'm like, you're gonna have, you're gonna be able to have a bucket of weed, five plants. You can grow your own goddamn weed. Oh my And God. hey, guess what? You won't go to jail. That's if you That's the get big caught. one for me. Is people are like like and there cuz there was a big um the opposition ran a big um like misinformation campaign <sighs> like um, in the one or two so months dumb. leading up to it so the one the one of the things i kept hearing was like my dad's on the medical program and if he doesn't get his weed he'll literally die i'm like first i don't oh, think that's true <laughs> and two like it's very clearly stated it's stated right in the legisl- if you go and read the legislation rather than like read the facebook meme like You know, the the medical growers are the first people who are brought into the new program. They're not getting, like, fucked over and pushed out like the misinformation people said. And then they're like, and it's just going to become corporate. It's all going to be, like, out-of-state growers. Also not true. There's a cap on plants so that it can only be, like, small artisanal growers and local growers. And they're giving um, the licensing preference to small businesses. So... I mean, it's exciting, though, because in Portland right now, all of the medical dispensaries up there now have weed bar. They have, like, a quote-unquote marijuana bar license, so there's, like, smoking rooms there now. And they're saying within, like, two to three months, there will be recreational dispensaries in Portland.
1: I don't know. I guess guess a big part of um, voting yes on this for me and... um, Was the money? Well, no, and really trusting this piece of... um, legislation
0: yeah
1: um is i actually personally know the guy behind this so
0: the spearhead
1: yeah so i you know i trust him and he's a good dude so i'm i'm gonna i'm gonna vote yes you know i'm gonna
0: it's inside baseball
1: inside baseball
0: yeah never mind it's just a phrase that means that you have like inside information or you're close to the people involved
1: i mean not really it's just you know
0: Alright, fine. My metaphor totally my analogy fell apart or my turn of phrase. Good god. I know all the secret derailed. shit, guys. Yeah, but um so yeah, we've we've uh since since weed has been legal at, well not bird, because she's not a smoker, but I've Whoa, ha- I've Im- sorry I've imbibed my first it was basically like like a Gandalf wizard pipe. It was really cute. It was <laughs> fucking amazing. Uh. It was like a small tobacco pipe, but really long and black. And it's it's okay. Imagine Gandalf the Grey, or maybe just Ian McKellen, and like on his sun, in his sunroom with a cardigan sweater on. That's the kind of pipe that it was, but really long. So yeah, Gandalf pulls out like a a pipe packed with weed, and that's that was my first weed experience in Maine. And man, I gotta tell you, it was a lot of fun. I played some groovy music and ate some groovy food and everything was real groovy. So, yeah. And now we have some. Oh,
1: we also, yeah.
0: And we have some, too. We were gifted. We were gifted some awesome, and apparently as homegrown in Maine, uh, in the, the sweet soil of our state,
1: Oh, was it grown in Maine? I thought this was grown in Michigan.
0: Nope. Are you Th- sure? Yeah, this is this is Maine. This is Maine grown. Oh, is this is
1: such a cute little bottle. I never yeah, even they, looked at it. Yeah, it's in a
0: wild Maine blueberry jam jar. But <laughs> yeah, it's uh, this is this is Maine grown, grown in the soil of this great state. Oh, cute little nugs. I know. Oh, yeah, totally oh man. man. Oh yeah, they looks like they look like Woo. they're dusted in sugar. The amount of THC crystals on these motherfuckers. They're they're pretty gnarly. They are they're iridescent in sunlight. They're so they're so heavy. I'm surprised that you're you're like oh, I'm holding my whew, oh. holding my breath. Yeah, bird does not like the smell. It's a shame.
1: I, but we did. Talk- I don't know that one. That one actually is not as bad as some
0: of them, though. Yeah, that's not the real skunky funky ones. This one's yeah. more light and kind of floral. But um. We were actually we were talking. You're going to mm-hmm. give since it's legal in state. You're going to give weed another chance. I am. Have we talked ever talked about the time you ate like way too many, oh too much God. of an edible and I freaked to the hell out? <laughs> uh... It was also like your first time like really experiencing weed, not blackout drunk. Right. So nice. the yeah. first time is always a little rough. But I'm glad you're giving it another go round. What Maybe do you think, Gummy yeah. Bear? I... Sucker, <laughs> Maybe. <Big old> Gummy <laughs> it's Bear. It's so fun.
1: Like I'm, <laughs> I'm so bears. set to eat candy. <laughs> <laughs> or like junk food, and also get high. Like that is that's amazing for me.
0: <laughs> okay, you gotta remember though. Like remember, you know how we eat like a whole bag of gummy. I know gummy bears. Uh, I know you eat like the gummy bears toenail. Okay, and we're gonna start there and see what happens. Because yeah, so um yeah, I'm just it's just exciting and it's fun because we've been. I'm actually
1: excited. I didn't I didn't think I was gonna be excited because I didn't really vote yes. So I could have weed because that's not like a thing for I me. Did. I know. I know. <laughs> I, it was more about like, I don't give a shit if other people have weed and we right. could really use the tax money from it.
0: Yeah, in all seriousness, no. like, I, yeah, I like smoking and stuff, but like, in all seriousness, the two main reasons I voted yes but was two main reasons. <laughs> the two main reasons. Uh-huh. Uh, the two main reasons I voted yes was because of the tax revenue, because we've seen what it's done for fucking Colorado and oh Washington. God, yeah. Especially Colorado, because Maine's school systems are in deep shit. Our roads are fucked. Maine is Maine is economically one of the worst states in the country. And now we have like one of the a- largest, you know, taxable um taxable industries just became legal in Maine. So hopefully this big influx of cash will pull us out of the fucking gutter and make Maine nice again. And
1: maybe it will also encourage people to move here or stay here.
0: Yeah, because we also have... We're one of the only states that's losing population every year. Right. (laughs) Well, yeah, now... I think a lot of people went to Colorado because weed was legal. Mm-hmm. I feel like now we've become one of the states. Although there's five five states this year. Five states this election season. Yeah,
1: who else? I think um, New
0: Mexico was one, right? Um, we don't have to look it up, but there is five. And then it was turned, I think it one of them, it was shot down, I think in Arizona. It was on the bill, but it was shot down. Yeah, like there's fucking anything to do in Arizona. It should
1: I, <laughs> fucking be legal at, at a federal level. obama in had been my talking opinion. about
0: taking it out of Schedule One for a long time, and then he just never did. Hmm. Oh, the other big reason I, I voted yes on one was to once once it's legal, we don't have to keep throwing people in jail for oh
1: it. Oh my god! And
0: fining the shit out of people and filling prison space with people who are like
1: wasting. Everybody's time and money. You know, money.
0: like I, oh man, I was caught with ten ounces of marijuana. <laughs> <laughs> which you know, like back in Michigan, oh, when buddy. right, uh, yeah, it's not legal in Michigan yet. But back in Michigan, I'm like,
1: surprised. I thought they were gonna ten ounces go this of year. weed
0: is a lot of weed. Like if you were just walking down the street, that'd be like a backpack full of marijuana. <laughs> but yeah, like there's people in prison for the for for this plant. It's insane. Which is kind. Did, okay, so. It's literally no. like having a couple a couple of beers, but without any of the negative side effects. Go ahead.
1: So since it's legal now, do we know if the people who are in jail right now for possession are going to...
0: If those sentences will be retroactively right. like, eliminated. Um,
1: I mean, as long as they weren't like selling to children or something fucking I mean, stupid like that.
0: Given that the prison industrial complex is like a multi-billion okay, okay. dollar industry, yeah, I kind of doubt it. La page. Yeah, look, there, there's your answer.
1: Okay. No, hey, hey, well, okay, is I just the, answered my own any, question. Is
0: uh, anything good and common sense going to happen this year? Mm. Who's the governor? Is this still a page? No. No, nothing. Nothing uh, that makes any sense or is reasonable is going to happen this year. I'm just glad that it passed because he was opposed to it. Now he feels, now he looks like a piece of shit well, more than he already does.
1: Hmm. <laughs> I wonder why he looks like a
0: piece of shit. Oh my God all right so yeah so now we don't have to buy we don't have to buy alcohol anymore we don't have to have beer in the house we can just dump out all of our gin and vodka and just uh -uh. just (laughs) i won't get rid of your gin
1: thank you the terror in your eyes (laughs) just now your
0: eyes got all big but yeah i don't i don't need to drink anymore because i can just go on the back deck and and talk to the birds and pet the dog for five hours so she's gonna be
1: bald by next year
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right. Do you want to dive into the meat? We did a bunch of research for two topics this week.
1: Oh boy. Okay. Which one,
0: Adam? You had a question. <laughs> okay. Um, Adam. Adam went. Re- uh, Adam Lau. Uh, Long time listener. <laughs> um, he recently went into a, a museum that had a, bun- a modern art exhibit going on, mm-hmm. and he was sending me Snapchats of modern art, and he was like can you explain to me why the fuck I can't do this? Or like, like, why is this good? I can't tell if it's good or if this is bad technique. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we just got chatting about it and he was like, I'd love to hear what bird thinks about it. And I would love to hear <sighs> what you think about it too. Mm. See, I thought this was going to be a simple question and then we could move oh on God, to no. uh, body modification and like corset piercings and teeth filing, which we'll get I, to.
1: I think we're going to have to just sort of like give this a quick once over and,
0: we if just, we want to
1: discuss it more, we're going to have to you uh, know, we do in-depth. We could just... Other.
0: Okay, well, why don't we do all of the research that you've got? Because we don't need to di- dive deep on each of these categories. We mm-hmm. could just, like, you know... But let's hit everything you've got, and then we'll hit all of this stuff as well. So we're going to talk about modern art a little bit, because, I, again, I just thought Bird was going to be like... Uh, because in general, I know you're not a huge fan of, um, of modern art as I think of modern art. Mm-hmm. Um, like, uh, the guy who puts the di- the crystals all over the skulls and, like, saws, uh, sharks in half. Oh, Damien Hirst. Yes.
1: Yeah. But he's not a modern artist. He's a contemporary artist. Now, see,
0: Bird did a bunch of research. I was just thinking, like, any art that d- doesn't have, like, a Van Gogh or, like, Re- Leonardo in, in it is, yep. Yeah.
1: Van Gogh, modern artist. He's a modern artist? Yes. Oh, fuck. Okay.
0: Folks, everything you know is wrong. Bird, take me to school. <laughs> okay, um, well,
1: I, I guess my first question is: l- was l- it was it a modern art museum or was it modern meaning like contemporary, like artists? I don't know. I thought Van Gogh art. was
0: like a fucking Renaissance painter who painted Jesus Christ. Oh my God, so I like, hate you so much. <laughs> no, but like, okay, let's. Uh, the pictures that I saw, it was like it was a you know a square canvas okay. with a white, all white background with like. A little bit of red, like one red line on the top, and then a thick blue bar on the left. You know, um, you know what I mean, Mondrian,
1: no, like no, with the black. Uh,
0: with it the, was, like
1: perfect rectangles. No, it stripes. was.
0: It was. It was more like, imagine somebody like went to Michael's and bought a white canvas and then painted it white,
1: mm-hmm. and then they
0: were like, "Oh shit, that's not art." Uh oh, I got some blue and they took some blue and then they just like made a rough brush stroke on the left side of the canvas mm-hmm. from top to bottom and they're like, you know, this looks more like art, but it kinda still looks like of the Finnish flag. So oh I got a teeny bit of red. And then they took <laughs> another brush and like kinda splecked a little bit on top. Kay. And then they were like, That is art. So and they it's... sold it for a hundred million dollars. So it's
1: abstract art.
0: Is that what it is?
1: Yes. Okay. Yeah. So, w-
0: so what's what's the art style where like the whole canvas is blue, one uniform shade of blue? She has notes on this.
1: Abstract expressionism.
0: That's abstract expressionism. Add
1: Reinhardt, and I actually love him. Okay. Like, so, a lot. all
0: right, moving. We'll get back to Ad Reinhardt, <laughs> but like, what's the what's the shitty modern art that I'm imagining in my head? Where it's just, I'm sure that you'll find a reason why. Okay. It's, well,
1: this is gonna blow your mind. Mm. Also, abstract expressionism.
0: Also, abstract expression. You're, you're
1: thinking like Pollock, right? Um, I fucking hate Pollock. See, I
0: fucking love Pollock. <laughs> like, Paul, I like Pollock. Um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I really is, is makes he you want to murder in, babies. He's an abstract expressionist. <laughs> yes. Okay, I've written him into a poem, but no, mm. I really like um. See what I'm thinking of is like the like here's a can I bought a canvas and then I it, and it's not like splatter art because I mm-hmm. I like splatter art um like Pollock type stuff. Mm-hmm. What I don't like is when they're like, all right, now what I'm going to do is I'm going to take my brush and I'm going to make one brush stroke from the top left to the bottom right. And if they run out of paint, they're not making a line. They're just like, oh, it ran out of paint. I like how that looks. It's a bit rough. Now I'm going to make a circle over here. Oh, I ran out of paint again. And now I'm mm. going to squealy, squilly, 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 mush, 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 mush. There we are. Yes, I've created a work of art. Now what I'm going to do is I'm going to lay this on the, on the floor in my... In my workspace, I'm going to ejaculate on it twice Um, at exactly 3 a.m., and then I'm going to drip a single drop of blood from my wife's eyebrow into the upper right-hand corner to symbolize God. And then they sell it for a $100 million. um, You're
1: sort of mixing...
0: So did, wait, did I just invent a new style of art? Could I do that no. and like uh, I mean, yeah, do,
1: you can do that. You could definitely do I that. I could
0: do that and people would follow would pay a lot of money for it and and start schools named after me?
1: Maybe.
0: That's my problem with modern art right there. Like that bullshit. Okay. Idea so, I'm yeah, just...
1: no. Okay. This is a very complex. Modern art is this huge mm. group of um different art movements. It's like a big swatch of art history. Um so that actually spans a hundred years. Modern art does? 1870 to 1970 are the sort of the rough.
0: What's post 1970? That's contemporary. That's contemporary. contemporary. Okay. So modern art a
1: million other different movements in there. So
0: most of what I actually hate is contemporary art probably. I mean right. Maybe okay. <laughs> I love when we talk about art. Huh? I'm like, do I do I hate Renaissance painters more, or do I hate impressionists more, or do I hate expressionists? It's never like this art is valid. I'm like, who sucks mm. the most? <laughs> 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 All right. Um. Do you wanna Do you wanna take over to run us back to the beginning and oh the my roots of modern art? I mean, start dive into your <sighs> notes, check stuff off as you go, and okay. I'll jump in with questions. Well, and I comments.
1: just um my thing was that it's it's a big fucking chunk of different things mm. um so i just wanted to kind of give um everybody sort of a, an idea of what all falls under the bracket of modern art okay so i just grabbed some of the um like main movements or like very recognizable movements
0: and recognizable artists right right yeah yeah, okay. yeah I,
1: I grabbed names from every one of these things that i
0: adam take notes we're gonna talk about this <laughs> next time i see you
1: um <laughs> and i also soon. like starred the ones that i really like and underlined my favorite artists and mm-hmm. i wrote hate next to a couple of movements <laughs> uh jackson
0: pollock <laughs> You know, you did a uh, really no. quick note. There is a piece of artwork which is not in Marlin. Which you, uh, Bird did a painting or a series of paintings for Marlin based on Ad Reinhardt's work. Correct? I did. Yeah, the blue. You did blue canvases. They were going to be in the uh, Adam, ironically, the Adam Lau as Loden shot walking around the room. They were going to be hanging on the walls, but then All we right. were like, oh, right, we can't just hammer into the fucking walls of the of the, um, the landmark. I think that's inn. before
1: we, we knew our location.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But we were we were and then we were going to put them in uh, the cabin, but they didn't mm-hmm. fit with like the deer painting and the uh Odin painting. So they just ended up in the basement. I think we gave them away to somebody. But did we give them to Alan and Aaron? But yeah, I'm pr- they're pr- um, I'm pretty sure they're just they're based on Ad Reinhardt's work. They're just like pure blue canvases that you did with like slight gradations and you actually like hated working on them, but afterwards you kind of um, started liking that. Um movie.
1: when you um when you were wanting me to make those paintings, you were like, "Make a shitty modern art painting, blah, blah, blah. And I was just like,
0: (laughs) I mean,
1: I understand what you're saying to me, but I think I'm going to just make something that seems like a shitty painting because you don't understand the concept behind it, which is a big, big thing with a lot of the quote-unquote modern artists that people don't
0: get or don't like. something that you hate, though, is the bullshit artist statement. Nothing drives you crazier than a bullshit artist statement.
1: <laughs> There's a difference between high concept art and bullshit art. Okay. And if you're reading the the artist statement you're, and you like are doing your research about the artist, you're like, oh, he's fucking full of shit. Mm-hmm. But sometimes it's like, oh, I get it.
0: Is that... It's, you I know, beho- it, is that like personal, I have the beholder uh, type stuff? Or is this there a, is ver- a huge um, debate? Okay, um, piss Christ. Say. Piss Christ. Genius or bullshit? Little column me, little column B. You think so. I do. It intrigues
1: me um, what makes it in the art world.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, well, Damien Hirst made it in the art world, <laughs> and I find everything he does to be bullshit. cockwad.
1: Right. Um, also- um, I do like Piss Christ, What though. is his name? Um, the guy who makes the giant um, balloon animals? Um,
0: I have no idea what you're talking it about. He
1: reminds me of a, of a
0: writer's name.
1: Um, fuck.
0: It's fine. We don't need his name. It's okay.
1: Anyway, he, he's nice. not actually a modern artist. He's a contemporary artist, so so was Damien Hirst. So- Anyway, mm-hmm. and the guy who did Piss Christ is a contemporary artist who well.
0: What about the guy who made the urinal <laughs> into a Buddha?
1: <clears throat> Duchamp.
0: Duchamp? Is he a, mo- a contemporary he artist? He is
1: a modern artist.
0: He's a modern yes, artist. he Do is we...
1: associated with... Do we like da, Duchamp? Da, da, da. Dada. Dadaism. Dadaism.
0: See, I like Dadaism a lot. I love Dada. Dadaism is amazing, but okay, that... High, high concept art or bullshit? Because he's literally taking a piss, looks down, and notices that a urinal, when you're looking down at it, looks like the seated figure of a Buddha, right? I
1: don't think that was even his idea. No? I think that That's was an, an interpretation. Story? Okay. Um, I took a, a class, I think it was my senior year of college, no. that was um, modernism in art and architecture, which really opened my eyes That's a lot. That's what turned you around on right. it? <clears throat> yeah, because I... Oh, I love modern architecture. I just, I love it so much. It's disgusting. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, one of the books that we were reading was um, sort of like a, a Zen-centric. The Passion um, of the
0: Piss Christ, I think it was called. Oh my God. I'm sorry, I'm done. I'm done. Continue. <laughs>
1: um, it was sort of like looking at these art movements from like a Buddhist or um, kind of
0: Eastern philosophy. Mm, I remember this book. I remember this book. We still have it. That's one of the ones that you kept. Right? It's called, it's, Isn't it called Smile of the Buddha? Um, maybe. Anyway, um, so do you think that that piece of artwork, the, the urinal, it's just a mm-hmm. urinal with, like, his signature on it, right?
1: I mean, he doesn't even have his own signature on it. It's, um...
0: Was it graffiti?
1: He wrote something else on there.
0: But it's it's just a urinal. He didn't do Right, anything. and it
1: tipped up, tip upwards.
0: Right, it's a urinal tipped upwards. It's got upwards. a name on it. So that. Bullshit or high concept brilliance?
1: Um, I think it's bullshit. You think, but it's that's bullshit. kind of what what Dada is uh, is about.
0: Is about you know who? You it's know, like who it's like the a, fucking
1: punk rock of modernist. You know art? who
0: else is a huge fucking fan of Dadaism is Grant Morrison. If you read Doom Patrol, the first like three volumes of Doom Patrol mm-hmm. is he literally writes dadaism into the plot like they go into a, in one of the issues they go into a painting into a dadaist world and it's mm-hmm. pages of mm-hmm. dadaist start with the doom patrol like running throughout yeah. it's super fucking cool um and it it makes sense that he would be into that cuz it's a lot of it seems to be like really like tangential connections and abstracts and like absurdity
1: dada is an anti-art movement right so it's like every every art movement is a reaction against something or a response to something—it's mm. you know nothing happens in a vacuum, so it's all um, it's all interwoven. Mm. Um,
0: what is, do you know? What it's a response to or uh, against? I what they're not re- really sure. We can do it on our deeper episode. This is just our shallow, just the tip. Modern art episode. Just the tip. Um, here, yeah, give us give us some more notes. I mean, you have um, so fucking much here. Run us through some of the major. Um, well, movements.
1: let's see. So one of the first movements is um, symbolism, mm. and that's um, Fuseli or Fuseli mm. is one of the big artists from that time, 1890s. Okay. Um, it's very, very dark, very gothic. Um, you would know his art if you saw it. You know, like the one with the um, the freaky horse in the background and the girls laying on a platform, oh, uh, passed out. She's got the, a demon on isn't her it chest. The nightmare. Maybe. Yeah. I think Um, that's where
0: the term nightmare comes from is that painting. I'm pretty sure that's correct. I'm, I'm, you can, Aaron, Aaron is screaming, screaming at her headphones right now that I'm wrong, but
1: (laughs) that that doesn't, yeah, that doesn't make any sense.
0: No, I literally think that's true though. I'm all right. Okay, We can look it up later, but move on.
1: But, like, y- you, that's where we start out. It's okay. very, um, like, I you can see the the classical influence, the romantic influence. Hmm. It's very gothic. Um, and we go all the way from that to um, abstract expressionism, which has the artists, um, like, the big names are, um, I can't do this and have my notes at the same time.
0: I know. It's just the audio. Okay, the audio yes. Really so well, changes. I need this room. Thank okay. you. you can
1: have it. Um. Kandinsky, Pollock, Reinhardt, Martin, Rothko—you get you go all the way from that. It's still like very detailed, um, very like well painted. You know the um, the technical aspect of it is very good. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> to Pollock is just fucking splashing paint on a canvas.
0: So can you, in any universe, <laughs> understand why everyone like people like Jackson Pollock so much? No. Because this, this is the big thing that, I mean... Uh, I t- I've,
1: I've had people say like, oh, I like it because it, it has so much energy. It has so much movement. I'm just like, it's fucking paint splashed on a canvas and it looks like a sneeze.
0: Austin Hummel told me that's why he likes Van Gogh's... Is it Ugh. Van Gogh or Van Gogh? I, I don't know. All right. Well, Doctor Who says it's Van Gogh, so we're going with that.
1: Um, uh, whatever. I think that's just the British way
0: of saying Hummel it. Hummel says that Van Gogh um, is good because... He at Van Gogh. is because there's so much. Um, is because the paint's on there so thick, like he layers like. And I know you've told me time and time again that he didn't prepare his canvases properly and he painted wrong, so all of his paintings are like deteriorating and need to be constantly restored because he painted wrong. But like Homo likes him because the paint is just on there so thick that it's like a. The painting is like a physical act rather than just like mm-hmm. something to look at. I I don't know. I kind of dug that. And I like I I like him. The is he he's an uh, impressionist. Dude, are
1: you losing it? He's doing okay over there.
0: Right? He's
1: an expressionist, an but expressionist. he's also um I think considered a let's see post-impressionist.
0: Oh, okay. So. So you jumped from what? The beginning of modern art to the end of modern art. Um, well,
1: yeah, just something
0: um, Okay. So there's a there's a painting in Daredevil season one called like uh, a rabbit in a snowstorm or something like that, uh-huh. and it's literally just a canvas painted white. Okay, but it's it's kind of loosely painted white, so there are like gray variants and stuff. It's not mm-hmm. just like a pure white canvas. It's it's kind of like white, slightly off white, a little bit touch gray, whatever. I thought she was gonna bring her bowl over,
1: uh, drop it right on the floor.
0: Yeah, but um, so that would that would fall under the abstract expressionist movement it could yeah could hmm, interesting
1: it really depends when it was painted who it was painted by and the concept behind it
0: i see okay it's- so what what to you makes modern art good or not good I'm talking mostly about the abstract stuff because yes, like paintings that have like recognizable figures in them, you can judge them on like, oh, interesting. Like this is very realistic or, oh, this is the way that these figures are portrayed gives me a certain feeling. (laughs) But I'm talking about the abstract, like the canvas is white, there's a blue line on it and there's like, so you're talking
1: like like Rothko and Reinhardt.
0: Sure, sure. Um, yeah or Jackson, or Jackson Pollock or like artwork that doesn't have recognizable figures from the real world to grab onto just 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 color laid down in, in So
1: really noise. what you're asking is what makes art good or bad.
0: No, cuz I I that's nah, not really It's
1: it's 100% personal choice on that. It's it's completely up to the viewer.
0: Um, yeah, see, that's what I said to Adam was, like, I've gone into galleries before, and I went into a gallery in France with, like, <coughs> these giant um, Renaissance paintings. Like, bi- mostly it was Bible scenes, but, like, there was one that was on a canvas that was, like, 45 feet tall. Wow. Yeah, it was, like, the. it's the biggest piece of artwork I've ever seen in my life. It Mm -hmm. took up a whole wall of the gallery. And these are like high ceiling galleries. And I'm walking through there and I'm just like, oh, these are pretty pictures. Oh, these are, this is pretty. This is kind of pretty. And you know, you can look at them for a long time and be like really impressed by the craft. But when I got, I didn't really like, I wasn't really blown away until I went down in the basement and there was like they had a basically like a basement room is all like white brick, kind of ugly. And that was all of like the contemporary French artists had mm-hmm. space down there. And honestly, um, the, uh, <laughs> open it right in front of the microphone. Sorry. No, it's fine. Um, the two artists that I, I can't remember the, the second one's name, the better of the two, I hate to say, but, uh, like I got out of this French gallery, and you know Madame Topineau was like, "Saw so what did you think? Like very high culture, no? You stupid American, you are fat, and you are the problem with the world." She was a great woman, um, mm-hmm. but I was like, "Yeah, yeah, the art was the art was pretty good." And then she like abandoned me for a day, and I wandered into these two super small galleries in a small town, like a gallery space like maybe the size of our apartment or a little bit bigger, mm-hmm. and I ran into a it was a Two artists and sharing that space. Mm-hmm. And one of them was the painter Sarairov, mm-hmm. who did the most, like, fucking haunting, uh, somewhat abstract women. And they were all, like, walking in or out of mist. It was just incredible stuff. And then I cannot for the life of me remember the name of that sculptor who did. He's inspired by, like, what he imagines hell is. Oh, God. I, I mean, I almost blew all of the the euros that I had to buy one of his sculptures and bring it home. And, <laughs> I, but, and I had, like, three and a half weeks to go. I was like, fuck it. I don't even care. I will blow everything I got right now to buy this sculpture. He would do, like, um, <clears throat> it, it was, like, people, and then he, like, incorporated gauze into his sculptures. Their, like, eyes would be gauzed. And they'd have, like, wooden like wooden squares, like, sticking through their heads and shit. And they would, like, their arms would be, like, bent and contorted. It was the most haunting shit I've ever seen. And if I can find the fucking guy's name, um, I will post a link to it on the website. Because I, I had his business card forever. And I would go on his website and see if he'd done anything new for, like, months after I got back from France. Um, yeah, like... I'm just writing down French nightmare artist right now. (laughs) It was so, so good. Um, But yeah, I've walked into galleries before that have uh, abstract art, maybe contemporary, maybe modern, I don't know, Mm -hmm. um, on the walls. And like most of it doesn't hit for me. I'm just Mm -hmm. like blah, 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 blah. And then all of a sudden I'll reach one and just the way like that the colors are sitting or like the exact shade or something, I'll get an emotional response to it. Yeah. And it's, there doesn't seem for me to be any rhyme or reason. It has nothing to do with like high concept or low concept because I don't yeah. read artist statements based on you because you have instilled in me that all artist statements are bullshit and all art students are the devil. <laughs> um, but yeah, sometimes <sighs> I'll just get to one and I'm like, it'll remind me, it'll like trigger something in my head. I'll be like, mm-hmm. oh man, this is like, it's this looks like a storm of rust with like one perfect circle of white and whatever for whatever reason i like it so that's Mm -hmm. that's how modern art works pretty much (laughs) you just you're impossible you just gotta like it or don't like it
1: i yeah i guess
0: all right i let's move on let's get away from art because i feel like it's stressing you out because you i feel like what we need
1: You're, you're asking the wrong questions
0: well i'm a i'm just a layman these are layman questions i don't know the what are okay what would be like some right questions
1: uh, okay, you can't you can't ask what is what is good art, what is bad art, what is what is art
0: because they're too big.
1: It's it's so subjective. Mm. So there's no answer. I could give you my answer. You could give me your answer.
0: Okay. Well, what's what? Uh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Not even worth it. <laughs>
1: um. And I, I think that um, some artists do just see what they can get away with. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just sort of like you try to get, if you're, th- this is all fine art. Mm-hmm. It's not, um, like none of this is um, like common art, low art, um, performance art. None of that's included. I want to know
0: why this art gets called high art. It's like the difference between classical music and like a rock concert, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. So Fi- Fine art.
0: Inherently boring. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Not true. I'm joking because I do. I like classical. I like jazz. I can't. I'm surprised you don't like jazz. Come to think. I can't stand jazz. Yeah. But you like Lou Reed's Metal Machine music. Reminds
1: me of a of a carnival.
0: We're gonna, you know, what we're gonna do. Adam introduced me to them. Thank you, Adam. We're gonna listen to some of the atonalists. <laughs> They're a classical movement. Um, where that sounds not fun. Basically, they write classical music using math rather than their ears. <laughs> it's fucked up sounding. Hmm. It's real weird. Um, Adam explained to me like how each composition, like some of the compositions, are like. Supp- like mathematically technically perfect when you look at them on the page you're Mm -hmm. like my god this is this is the most brilliant thing i've ever seen and then you hear them played and you're like jesus christ what (laughs) who's doing this turn
1: it off
0: yeah so we're gonna go and listen to some atonalists and see (laughs) what you think but let's get out of art let's get out of high art low art middling art um it's all research for nothing. Simple art. No, no. I mean, if that's what I was trying to get you to do. was r- I would like to do an episode where I don't talk at all. You just talk about modern... Talk- this
1: wouldn't work. <laughs>
0: Why not? Because
1: you're the talking one.
0: Mm, I know, but...
1: talking one?
0: Talky one. But, like, you... You have there's so much shit in your head, you know. Like I know, if
1: I look at my my cranium like, like I can there's see your brain.
0: Yeah, but like, <laughs> but literally, you'll just you'll throughout the years. I've just been like, oh, this is a weird piece of art, and you'll be like, oh yeah, that was a, that was inspired by blah blah blah, and and he was part of this movement, and actually they're very interesting because. And then you stop talking, and I'm like, holy shit! If I could just get that to just start coming, you know, like ah. Oh, I want to do. I would. I would like to do an art episode where you have time to do research mm-hmm. and can like have talking points. You know, like bracket and organize <laughs> or whatever. And we can pick a, a really narrow subject. I won't art school with bird. I promise I won't hit you with like, "Hey bird, what is modern art and is it good?" Oh, that's what you did to me. <laughs> that's exactly what I did. Actually, Thank you. Adam did it to you. I'm much more. So I get. Than
1: I guess that. the bottom line is. Adam, if you like it, then it's good. If right. you don't like it, it sucks all day. Part of his
0: other question was, "What's the difference between like good emotional art and just bad technique?" Like, huh? I guess what he, I guess what he was getting at, um, it's like, did, how can you tell if it's just a shitty painting? Or if, like, the lines that aren't perfect are intentional. Is there a way or is it just, is that just the, you know, the artist being um, mysterious or
1: whatever? You'd probably have to know the artist.
0: Okay.
1: I mean, not know them personally, but kind of know their body of work.
0: Right. Because so, like, everybody's going to have, so, like, good paintings and so bad paintings. So if it looks like bad technique to you, you're not, probably not having an emotional response to it. So it's probably not good art for you. But if it looks genius, but the lines are all fucked up, then then it's good. I hate art. We're never talking about <laughs> art again. Give me words or films. Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, but let's do, why don't we should do an episode, on, not a whole episode, but we should do a day where we talk about Dadaism, which is one I'm really interested in, and maybe Andy Warhol. Like,
1: could we talk about the punk rock modern art?
0: Yeah, totally. Because that's
1: like um, pop art, which is Andy Warhol, mm. Dadaism, and um, like constructivism.
0: See, this is why I want to talk to you because you. This is more excited than you've been since I hit record. <laughs> like, let's yeah, do your research, take your notes. We'll totally. We can do an episode on anything you want. We could do an episode on paint. Dried. Oh,
1: collage. We shouldn't though. Oh my god, collage.
0: All right. Speaking mm-hmm. speaking of art. Mm-hmm. Um, let's change canvases though. Let's change the canvas to You're The Human Body. That was a pretty decent segue. Get uh, off my nuts. <laughs> that was solid. Your segues as are the worst. Fuck. No, that one was good. All right, that's where we're going to leave it off for today. Join us next week as we dive into the world of split cock's genital piercings, tongue splitting, teeth filing and amputation. It's going to be a great great time just make sure that you eat after you listen um, so thanks a bunch um, and tune in next week we are not heroes it's just a podcast you're not heroes we're doing this for fun We're not heroes, this is a broadcast We're not heroes, what are you fucking doing?